It's dead. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's moments like these on shows like these to realize the importance of what it's like to be a part of a universe built on love, you know? Anyway, that's what the Eternals taught me. What the Eternals taught me is when my feelings are too hard just to kill myself. Yeah. If only I could fly into the sun. Up next is American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. I wish the Eternals would have taught me how to fucking take a two-hour drive that was supposed to be a two-hour drive and not make it a fucking four-hour drive. Well, Sons yeah, I bitches. find the sun about it. Traffic is no. I was actually going to write to fucking the Department of Transportation because there was a four-mile-long supposed construction zone where they had the barrels out for you to merge through for three miles. And then you get to where the construction zone is happening, and it's literally 10 feet, and dude's just sitting on the back of a truck at 6.30 at night. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then, and then to cap it all off, not only did we get like maybe five miles past this zone, then there's an accident. It's like, look, just fucking push the cars off the side of the road, chuck the bodies in the ditch, let them sort it out later. We've got places to be. And then 20 miles down the road, another construction zone. God damn it. Why is there construction at night? Uh, I don't know. Just to fuck with us personally? Well, clearly that's what they had in store today. They're like, hey, that guy is in Albuquerque. And we are going to make his drive home miserable and shitty. Because his drive here this morning was great and went quick. <laughs> it's the universe's way of just bending you over and going in dry, Kendo. I mean, that's that was pretty much the story today. I should have known that I was in for it when the first two hours of the day, driving straight into the sun, coming through the windshield, blinding me, and I was pretty much driving by feel and collision defense, that things were going to get really bad because I was lured in, and they fucking huckle-bucked me and bent me over. Bastards. So I'm a little worked up today. Well, it's okay. Uh, be worked up, be fired up, because it's Thursday night. It's world-class bullshitters time. So, Dion, we yes. have been hanging out for the last couple of days. Uh, how's yeah. it feel to be back in the land that looks like a mitt? I mean, it's <clears throat> it's nice. I mean, I get to see my kid and everything, but I, I was down to stay a couple of days out there in Hawaii because um, hmm. we were having we were having a fantastic fucking time. Um, a lot of lot of brewskis, a lot of tootskis, a lot of fun times for head. Just makes me excited for the next one, man. Hell yeah. I mean, Universal <clears throat> Studios was probably the most fun we had. What do you think? Ah, I don't know. Every day was fun, but it's Universal Studios was something else. Yeah, it's a, it, it's easily top three. I you know, I it, it could be the best time we've had together because that like I said, Universal and hanging out, you know, even watching that shit show the Eternals was fun because we got to talk and laugh about it, you know, doing the high council. <laughs> You know, I won't go that far and say it was still fun because it was a miserable nightmare. Well, the, the movie itself wasn't fun, but that was an experience to add to the uh, the repertoire of the 2021 LI trip. LI is that how we're going to refer to it every year? We're going to do the 2022 LI trip like that. Yep, <laughs> I'm down. So, folks, we have some topics to talk about tonight. Uh, we'll spare you too much Eternals details, but Kendo. Yeah, you dodged the bullet, buddy. Well, apparently I made up for it today. So there's <laughs> that. Uh how okay, so it took 
an extra two hours to get home? Yes. Well, you owe us 37 more minutes of pain because that's what the Eternals was. Well, I can tell you some stories about how I made that up today too, but let's not get into too many personal details. I'll give you the t- I'll give you the crib notes later. Oh, deal, <laughs> deal, deal. So, Dion, what would you say was the worst part of the Eternals? Um, can I take everywhere between the beginning and in between the credits? Yes, you can for five hundred. That's where I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll gladly pay five hundred for that. I am with you to give an honest answer to the audience because they do want to hear what we have to say, folks. There's never been a more milk toast group of superheroes. I mean, I've read lots and lots of comic books. I've seen, I think, almost every comic book movie made. You know, the big ones. I haven't it, look. Fan ones don't count, but we've seen a lot of them. I've never seen anything that's going to make me believe the Eternals are exciting and fun and visually stunning. I mean, every way that they sell you this film is not true. It's like, oh, it's visually appealing. It's kind of brown and ugly. It's got great action. No, it doesn't. All the action scenes are kind of generic and samey. Well, it's got a really great plot twist. Is it really a twist, though, if you could see it coming a mile away? I mean, it's it really doesn't have any way, any legs to stand on. It's, I'll say it again, it's the worst Marvel movie. It is worse than Captain Marvel. By far. It is, That's it is saying a lot, too. Yeah, it is so, it's it's nonsensical. It's haphazardly thrown together. It, even the action scenes, pretty much, are what you see in the trailers. And all the, the bad guys outside of, you know, the fucking Airship or whatever his nuts was, you know, all the other action scenes are all faceless bad guys. It's it's very much in the same vein as the first Suicide Squad, where you know they had those the uh, the faceless bad guys that all got taken over <clears throat> by the witch and her brother. That's what it was. It's you have these na- faceless monsters that they fight occasionally, and that's literally it. No cool battle scenes, no cool villains, and then just characters just doing things. And it's like, oh, they're supposed to be interesting because they're immortal, and then you're like, oh. This is incredibly not interesting at all. I was just so mad because how expensive the tickets were, but I'll, yep. I won't complain about that. Wait a what second. I will say, can, folks, I, can I ask a question? Yeah, of course. If they're immortal, how come, how did one die? Doesn't that kind of cut against the whole immortality deal? Yes. Except well, I think immortal is you don't die of natural causes. You can still die if you're immortal but not the rules i've ever heard of these are some fast and loose rules like they did with endgame where they played fast and loose with time travel fastest and loose yes fastest and loosest dude i can't think of a lamer superhero it's easy to like dunk on this character so we will uh no in all honesty all the Eternals are equally lame, and you'll do yourselves a favor by skipping this movie. Never watch it. I can't. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, do not spend money on this. Do not. Uh, <laughs> oh god, there's a lot of great new uh, accounts this week. There's some burned nuts, and your cheeks are getting slapped, Dion. So be prepared for a fun oh, show. Shit. Ah, getting clapped. Let's. Let's take it back a second and uh, treat this show like we always do. So, uh, folks, over on Patreon, we have a new subscriber. Thank you to our friend Bruno. Thank you very much, Bruno, as well as Paul Otis. Thank you for joining us over there. Uh, Because we were late this week, uh, we're going to do some extra bonus content and put that over on Patreon 
as a, as a way of saying, hey, thanks for supporting the channel. So be on the lookout for that. And folks, if you would like to hear that content, watch that content, consume that and thousands of hours of other content from world-class bullshitters throughout the years, uh, check out our Patreon page. Guys, we do have We should tell really them that we're going to do a special video for them and then just play that clip from South Park. We're sorry. Hmm. I like that. There you go. Well, there we go. So we also have something exciting to talk about tonight. Uh, the Wokebuster campaign. The email link is in the chat right now. So folks, click on the link. If our mods could drop that in the chat right now, uh, you guys can sign up so you don't miss out on the updates. I've been talking to a couple people. We're getting the uh, promotion machine rolling behind the scenes and getting all the stuff lined up to launch quite soon. So be on the lookout for that. But folks, uh, the link is in the description below. So thank you and uh, check it out. Dion, Kendo, are you guys excited for Wokebusters? Are you as excited Very. as I am? I yes. am. Definitely. Oh, good. There's some more stuff I'll share with you guys off air, but it's going to be epic. So, folks, be on the lookout for that. Yesterday, I was actually on Pete's stream. We were talking about the Everlasting Survivors comic. So, I've just been making the rounds everywhere. So, be on the lookout for random interviews on other channels. I'll start making those announcements uh, when I go there So as well. Now, guys, last week our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve uh, really loved the word of the week, so he went ahead and made us some posters. Let's check those out, shall we? Yeah, yeah. All right, so last week it was Tomatoes. So first off, we have Dances with Tomatoes, starring Kevin Costner, winner of seven Oscars. Kind of impressive. Six more than Tyler Perry. Yeah. He didn't win one for a movie still counts up next we have sean connor in the hunt for red tomato also stars alec baldwin uh we'll yeah. leave that alone Ooh, don't let him shoot a shot yeah well <laughs> you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take unless you're alec baldwin you take <laughs> never mind uh we have stephen king's children of the tomato yeah that dude's batting a thousand <laughs> finally a progressive film that strikes a blow against corn privilege scott mendelson <laughs> We also have our friend The Clan of the Cave Tomatoes Starring Daryl Hannah Good for Daryl At the dawn of veg, veg kind A woman led the way I'm sorry The Clan of the Cave Tomato That just sounds funny as hell Watch Ah Felicity Huffman Trans Tomato Salad is more than the sum of its parts Ooh Coming this December from IFC Films. Is it a vegetable or is it a fruit? We don't know. You could still put it in the salad. We have uh, Tomato Christ Superstar. Mm. And I do love and the fact awesome. that it's the Veggie Tales tomato. <laughs> That's a great one. I like that one a lot. I dig that one. Steven Seagal against the tomatoes. He lives by the deep fryer. He will die by it. Oh yeah, he definitely. Yeah, definitely. If you've seen how fat that guy's gotten, he ain't eating any fruits or vegetables for sure. Do you remember that uh, martial arts demonstration he did in Russia, where he just started doing like he was like tapping people on the arms and just you know like moving around like an idiot? Have you ever seen that video? Yeah, dude. Uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah, and that's how he has just been doing nothing but counting weird checks and filling up that goddamn beer belly. And it's funny whenever he wears a gi, because it's just... 
He's so fat. Here's one. A beast more frightening than your most terrifying nightmare. The Crater Lake Tomato. By the gods. I'll check that one out. Oh, we also have mm-hmm. the Loch Ness Tomato. It is alive. At last, the world's most treasured story comes to the screen. Watch out. I'd watch that. From the un from time unborn, a hideous veg thing, tomato from the year five thousand. I mean, I'll check out a tomato with tits. From the year five thousand. Yeah. How about we rip this movie off? Tomato from the year thirty-five thirty-five. I dig it. Yes, and it's not a tomato. the The evil beast is a naked woman with a tomato head, and she known as tomato. Known as beep boop papa. Yeah, you beep booped out the entire thing. Say it again. Uh, I said we could totally use the naked babe with the tomato head as our bad guy, and she could be known as the Tito. All right, write it down. Let's make it happen. I dig it. Uh, we have Red Tomato. Uh, to understand the origin of evil, you must go back to the beginning. Ah, the first and most terrifying chapter in the, the Cannibal Tomato trilogy. Let my tomatoes come. Wow. Oh, I mean, that's a that's a nice. way different movie than I think we were thinking of here. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't like ketchup, so I might not be a fan of that movie. Sure, it's ketchup that you don't like. Ah, here we go. Tomato King. Yes. Love. Yeah, let's do it. Let my tomatoes go. Tomatoes do not belong in cages. That bitch, Tomato Baskin. Yeah. Tomatoes from Iwo Jima? Carrot Baskin. So there's the tomatoes from Iwo Jima, and that is our final one. Uh, Tomatoes from Iwo Jima. They tried to sauce us. We fought back. (laughs) The sauces of our father. Mm. Yeah, that sounded really weird. Uh, Miss Ninja Julian, thank you very much. So uh, let's start talking about some of our big topics tonight. Where do you guys want to start? Should we start with Spider-Man, Disney? Uh, there's really... Oh, I don't want to talk about the Eternals anymore, Dion. Don't let me do it. It's okay. No, don't do that. We always hit that Spider-Man, man. Gets some kind of interesting stuff. Okay, so we'll talk about this, and then we're going to check in with the audience. Because we started a little late, folks, tonight, we're going to be doing things a little out of order, but things should be getting back to normal right about now. So Spider-Man No Way Home is out in about a month, a month and a week from today. And earlier this week, we had a bunch of allegedly leaked images drop online where John Campia himself decided to slap his watermark on there, I guess because he was looking for attention. I have seen these images. Something else when he wrote that. Gonna slap some ham. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna slap some ham, slap some meat. Either way, guy be beating off to Spider Man. I guarantee. I thought he was gonna slap his thigh and try to do a super kick. Uh. <laughs> that happened. It tune up the band. John Campy tries to super kick the camera. Fucking tears his hammy. Oh, uh, slapping yeah. his wife's boyfriend says Paul Otis. Oh, dirty. Yeah. 
So I'm going to pull up an, an image from Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, I'm not going to go through these leaks tonight on the show. You guys can check those out. For those who don't want to be spoiled, awesome. For those who do want to be spoiled, all you have to do is take a simple Google search. But I am convinced that the images that are being shared around from behind the scenes, and this is the new poster, but I'm convinced that those allegedly leaked photos are all fake because they just don't look real. And I'm pretty sure that one of the photos uses a source image from Spider-Man 3, which was a red flag. Now, guys, Spider-Man Far From Sorry, Spider-Man No Way Home has so much to live up to because if it does not feature the three Spider-Men, if it does not feature a whirlwind adventure with every actor and every villain and every callback, you're going to have a lot of disappointed people. And I don't think that's the movie's fault. I think this is one of the rare situations where people have put so much expectation on this to the point where they're putting out fake shit for wish fulfillment. And if this movie does not feature it, I don't think these people are going to be able to handle it. They're going to take it out as like, the movie sucks because it didn't have the thing I want. And I'm like, look, if the movie sucks on its own merit, definitely rail it. But don't get mad because it didn't feature the the thing you thought you were going to get from the internet. How do you guys feel about this? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a possibility, especially with, you know, how, you know, Marvel definitely needs a win, especially after Eternals. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, if you're looking at this image, I'm not a hundred percent gonna, gonna attach my pony to, uh, to them being well, that's fake, not, but that was no, no Dion. The image I'm sharing originally was just the poster to the movie. That's not fake. This oh, that was is, the actual poster to the movie. That's yeah. That's the real movie poster. That was never in con- uh, question. This is the type of shit I'm talking about. Yeah, because yeah, I, like I said, I uh, yeah, that those type of fake ass images, you know, especially if they truly are, yeah, that's that definitely does more harm than good. Like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with you. I'm hoping that it is that good. I'm really hoping they do bring the three Spider Men together. Um, particularly, I just want to see Tobey Maguire again. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, man, if 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 we're at the point where they're putting out fake images. Yeah, that's not going to do any fucking good because, you know, word of mouth is a real thing. You know, second weekend drop offs are a real fucking thing. Um, and, and if they're putting this, if, they're specific, if it's definitely Marvel or Sony. Yeah, that's just that's just dumb. That's 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 a huge marketing fuck up. Yes. Kendo, what do you think about this? Yeah, well, here, I'm not going to be disappointed by this movie and I'll tell you why. Number one, I'm probably going to watch it. I didn't watch the last one. And two, even if I do decide to watch it, my expectations are so fucking low, there's nothing they can do to, you know, fall underneath those. So, disappointment, that ain't happening on this end. It's... Hold on a second. I'm trying to get the image uh, that I wanted to share that I think this is based off of. But... I'll be the happiest dude in the world to see Toby Maguire back. This, you know, this isn't a whole let's rail against the fun popular thing. It's just I think that people are going about it all wrong. And god damn it, Google, why do you suck now when I want to get a picture from Spider-Man 3? Because it's a very famous photo that this is using. And it's just like a really obvious Photoshop. And I don't know why everyone's like, oh, this is real. When I'm like, yo, this is just this image where they just photoshopped legs onto it and it's blurry as shit, so you can't see it anymore. But I don't know. I think the internet knows I'm trying to dispel the fun. <laughs> you guys keep talking for a minute about something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, if, if that's really, 
if that's real, damn, Sammy Watkins going to Sammy Watkins. If that's what Marvel's doing now, Marvel and Sony, that's just so fucking dumb. I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be the first to say that it's Marvel doing this. Um, but yeah, who, if, if it isn't, that kind of protects them a little bit. But if you build all that shit up for it to be a letdown, yeah, man, that's not that's that's a fucking that's a huge marketing screw up. So as you see you right here in the corner right here, this bottom left hand corner of Spider-Man looking up, right? Hello? Yep, yeah, we see it. Okay, you gotta respond. Um so that one right there, it's like clearly this image from Spider-Man three uh pulled up. Like it's just that fucking Photoshop to look like he's standing there. It's like the same pose. It looks like a, uh, it looks like like a, a toy version of it too. That doesn't look like actual Toby Maguire Spider Man. It's like well, no, Neca. This Mezco is a real image version. from Spider. Well, this is a real image from Spider Man Three. The other one that I'm showing is like somebody took this image, doctored it, and then they're reporting it as real. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I just it sucks because it's. I'm a Spider-Man fan. I'm just I'm being set up for disappointment too because I thought the trailer and everything they had shown so far was interesting. Yeah, I mean, what I like to see Tobey Maguire Spider-Man come busting ass on the screen. You damn right I would. Do I expect it to happen? No, and that's why I don't want to like go into this thing and oh man, we're gonna get to have Tobey Maguire back as Spider-Man. It's been like fifty years. This is gonna be sweet, and then it doesn't happen. Uh, I'm just trying to check out what people's comments are about the real fake. Um... Yeah, it is weird, WCW, that they've only they've barely released any promotional stuff for this film. They've had maybe one or two trailers and a poster. I understand secrecy, but like all the merchandise and stuff came out about the movie, like the images and stuff came out months ago, and nobody ever reported on that. That's usually where all the leaks and stuff come from. It's like all of these leaks from this movie are just they're baseless. It's like we have other stuff that's out there, but I don't know. All right. Well, uh, you guys are a barrel of uh, laughs. So let's keep on moving well, forward. We just have to I'm see what happens. The audience. Uh, so I'm going to check in with the audience here. Uh, let's see. So up first, thank you very much, folks. Sorry we were running a little late tonight. Uh, up first, we have our friend. Uh, let's see where we're at here. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Primer, who says, Hail WCBS, I'll take a Brie Larson punch and a slap nuts. Uh, sure. So first off, we have a Brie Larson for you. Where's that at? You got knocked the fuck out, man! Never gets old. Uh, never gets old. Nope. And up next, you asked. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Just amazing and how that continuously uncool Jeff Jarrett sounds. 
Oh, by the way, remember when Mephisto was confirmed to be in WandaVision and Mephisto was going to be in everything in the MCU? Oh, yeah. That's the same level as uh, this show. No. He never showed up, but huh. Mephisto was reported everywhere. Oh, it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. We have all this shit. It's like, do we? It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Mephisto it's sounds like a porno. What? I mean, depends on what you're into, but it definitely can be. Yeah. Even, if, even the Marvel property, you, you know. can make it into a porno. Yeah. Evan Stone That's is true. Mephisto. He's a dirty coming king. 2022. Let's uh, make a primer. deal. Primer, thank you very much. Zarya Japan says, damn it, John Campion, why do you do Spider-Man dirty like that? Oh, wait. Clout. Yeah. Well, I guess there's not much to talk about this week. Uh, SH Rebels 08 says, I'll take a Joe Rogan and a George Bush, please. Uh, sure. Mm. Where are we at here? Uh, so, which Joe Rogan did you want? Hmm. George Bush uh, do doesn't care about black people. And then let's see. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Greg Fitzsimmons, I have no idea what the hell I just watched face makes that whole clip. <laughs> I agree. Dr. Coffinales, thank you very much. He says, fun fact, Jack Kirby never wanted the Eternals to be part of the Marvel community. That's why the when the Hulk guest starred, he turned out to be a robot. I, Dr. Coffinales, thank you for telling us that. Like I had said before, they didn't print or publish Eternals books for most of our lives. It's just a weird, like, generational gap. So I didn't even know that stuff, but... It's like it was a, just a curse, not a curse property, but it's a dumb property to adapt anyway. It, the New Gods should be a movie, not the Eternals. It was a weird choice and, for and, sure. Yeah. Uh, I say says I'll I take Uncle Ben and Buffalo Jeff's secret button. Oh, okay. I say Troublezoid. Somebody wants to hear a lot of stuff tonight. Thank you. So yeah. let's see, Uncle Ben. I don't know where Uncle Ben's. You at. found my secret button. Lucky you. Lucky me. Who's that Pokemon? It's Uncle Ben. Damn. <laughs> it's so bad that it's funny. I love it. Uh, R.I.P. that guy. Cliff <laughs> Robertson? Uh, him too. <laughs> Kendo's burned nuts says Dion was too rough on me with those cheeks. Needs moisturizer. <laughs> All right. Well, damn. I didn't know you guys partied like that. Put on my business in the streets. No judgment. I mean, never. Now TLJ TLJ Scrooge says, Well, I got to work at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Sorry I can't stick around, but have fun, everyone. Can I get a Joe Rogan and a Mr. Slapnut for me and Kendo, please? A lot of requests for some Joe Rogan tonight. Is he like in the news? Dude, Joe Rogan is always in the news because yep. he has now became he's become a divisive figure at this point. And he he is one of those people that has been able to, you know, switch from heel to face depending on which side you're on, like five times in the last six months. Yeah, dude has the big show ability to change character, man. Yeah. 
Like you either love him or hate him. And then two months later, you hate him if you loved him and what and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then you come back around to him. It's it's bizarre. I just I don't follow him anymore. I used to be like such a fan. I'd watch all the clips. And then maybe it was a year or two ago, I just lost interest. It's not anything specific he said. I don't know. But I'm glad he's still crazy. So here's your Joe Rogan. Imagine if you gave a white supremacist five MEO DMT. And then as the first one, as they're exhaling. Yeah. That's my personal favorite. So I good. don't know what the hell's going on with the bathtub thing, but it's a funny image. That's how I feel about it too. I don't even know what's going on, and I made the fucking thing. Yeah, it's like it's it's. Hey, everybody! Here's Joe Rogan in a bathtub in black and white. Enjoy. The best part is he filmed himself. He's like, "Hey, check yeah. me out." Yeah, it's like. Is he flexing? Is he like trying to sit up? Is he just doing like breathing? We don't know. We have no idea what's happening there. But do we want it's intriguing? It's provocative. Gets the people going. Yeah, that's what I always wanted. Oh, also, uh, since we have, you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Always great. I like how he phrases that. Accidentally hit the moose with his car. Like you would go out of your way to try to hit a moose with your car. I mean, maybe some people are just assholes. I don't know, dude. That just still seems like a bad idea. Moose, there, those things are fucking big. They'd be like, yeah. Uh-huh. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that big ass truck with his car, as opposed to just like intentionally driving into a big ass truck? Well. Joe's usually not sober, so I'm assuming. Well, there's that. I, you know, that my only it. question about that video is: Did the moose break its knuckles? The people <laughs> want to know. Well, it's like the center. It's like how many looks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? You know, it's subjective. <laughs> we'll never know if that <laughs> moose broke its knuckles when it got hit by the car. Wasn't there a wrestler named Mickey Knuckles who like broke her hip or something when wrestling? Or yeah, I'm Dion, that's possible. the chick. That, that's the chick that we watched the video where she's wrestling in the gym and she goes, "Oh, I fucking leg, I broke my leg." I'm going to the show. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that that like that big chick that's trying to do like a dive off the side of the fucking apron and breaks her her leg? Yeah, like up by her fucking thigh. Yeah, yeah. That, she's like a. She was a. Mexican wrestler, so because it was in some Mexican promotion. Yeah, dude, there's like a video that's it's like a 30 second second clip on YouTube, but it's just like wrestler breaks leg, and it's just this big, not Nia Jax, but Nia Jax size chick that tries to do like a fucking uh like a senton off of the dive off of the side of the apron on like two other women, and she just she just comes all the way down, and her leg takes all of it, and it just gives way. And she tries to pick it up, and it's just hanging at an at an angle it ain't supposed to. That's funny. God, uh, I'll send you the link later, Dion. You go, ew. <laughs> uh, Ninja Lawyer Steve, when making a podcast, don't forget to add the tomatoes. Well, Ninja Lawyer Steve, we definitely did not. 
uh, forget to uh, check out the tomato posters. And thank you again for making those. Scottskio2 says, and This is punishment for being late, Dion. Mm. Jesus. Joseph Bienwich says, Let's just call it the internals. It was like watching a lower GI series dry, hard, slow, oh. and deep. Impact the leather Cheerio. Anyway, party boom! Jesus, that is a hell of an image. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty accurate. Uh, Darian217 asks, is that worse than Sid Vicious's leg break? No, the Sid Vicious one is still really bad. Yeah, the, yeah, Sid's is way worse. And for the main reason of one, the whole time he's getting up on that turnbuckle, you know it's a bad idea because it's Sid Vicious. Yeah. And if you've watched him for more than five minutes, you're like, that motherfucker doesn't do high spots. <laughs> And as soon as he comes down, you can you can see the way he jumps off. This guy with his like six foot ten, three hundred and fifty pound body, and you see the skinny ass fucking leg sticking down there that's supposed to catch all this, and you know it's gonna be bad. And then he breaks his leg, and then Big Papa Pump decides he has to finish the match and goes to hook him, hook hook his leg and pin him, and he hooks the broken leg, I believe. So yeah, that's that's way worse. That is way worse on every level. Yeah, that all. I just I don't want to watch the video. I don't want to experience any of it. It all sucks. Well, that's not that bad. I won't make a button, <laughs> folks. If you want a Sid Vicious leg break button, just go ahead and put it in the chat. Uh, so you're gonna have to edit it. Okay. Cool. Then you do it. Then we'll then we'll put it on here. Maybe. All right, I'll figure out how to do it. <laughs> Darian217, thank you for your super generous super chat. He says, no time for foreplay tonight. Lightning round style. Mm, I can't wait for you to come back. Dion will have so much more fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that makes it less likely. Where are my horses? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Kendo, Dion cannot handle when I do the voice in person. I kind of somehow he like clams up. You roll into a little ball. You try to make yourself tiny. Yeah, man. Covering up so, for some gigantic weirdo about to start nibbling on my ears or some shit. So in other well, words, no what you're saying is that you just should do it in person more often. Definitely not. No, that's the, that's the opposite of what we think should happen. I mean, that's how I think it should happen. Nah, 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 nah that ain't me. <laughs> you're from Buffalo? Yeah, I'm yeah. from Buffalo, no. Nah. Oh, I just watched the Mickey Knuckles video. It's worse than the Psycho Sid one because it's way up in her fucking femur and it like roll. Oh, uh, I shouldn't have watched that. It's on Reddit. Don't. Excellent. Um, our friend late ass Kendo says, I'm late. Did I miss anything? Uh, Primer, thank you very much, says, bringing back Tobey Maguire has me concerned. What if they pull a last Jedi and destroy his character and then unceremoniously kill him off? Well, Primer, I have a video I'm working on about the rumors. Not to be the wet blanket. Like I said, no. find five people that said, hey, I saw Spider-Man the movie and it determined what I wanted to do for a career. I'm one of those five people. So I really love that shit. Sam Raimi, Spider-Man, all day long. If, you know, if all of this is just a way to see if people would want to buy like old Spider-Man merchandise, sign me up. I will buy Hot Toys of Tobey Maguire again. I got the original one. Please let me get another one. But I just the leaks I'm reading, some of these leaked plot points, I'm like, 
this doesn't make sense. Some of the things they're writing, it's like based on logic from the old movies. And they're basically trying to take the information we have from the movies and guess. And it's cool and it's fun. I just, I, I don't believe it. Uh, Xavier to God, thank you very oh, much. Says, I want to ask you guys what? That is not the same video I was thinking of the lady breaking her leg. This is a different video. Oh, okay, good. Pretty bad up pretty up there. Oh, yeah. It was like way up her leg. Like, and then she like picked it up and it fucking started hanging backwards and shit. That is fucking awful, but funny as hell. Oh. And she probably did it for a couple of hot dogs and a cheeseburger. Working them fucking Andy Mud shows. It's paying her dues, brother. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Great. <laughs> oh, that was a request. Sorry, brother. <laughs> that was for Doxy Mama in the chat. Uh, Dion, you should learn how to play Wonderwall. <laughs> Today is gonna be the day. Then it's gonna be the day. That it's gonna be the day. No, no not uh, no. Nah. He only says it once. Oh, you haven't seen that video of the version? No, I've seen that. (laughs) No, I've seen that video because you made sure to show it to me one day while we were sitting there at Phil's house watching Trading Places. To because you know, you know how I feel about Oasis, and you know how I feel about Wonderwall, and you're like, hey, check this out. I'm just like, "Ah, okay. You remembered it, so it was successful. Yeah, because today's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Dion, we'll watch that over New Year's. They've got a a Smash Mouth version of that, too. That's actually more. That that one's actually kind of funny. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's why why that one's a little bit more funnier. Yes. Dude, I love to troll people with that because i'm like all right i'm gonna play an old song from the 90s and they're like oh all-star cool and so it usually starts playing because it's the one that gets to the year stop coming and they don't stop coming part yeah and then everyone looks at me and goes dude what the fuck and i'm just like laughing you're like shit it's a milli vanilli moment girl you know it's girl you know it's <laughs> didn't that guy kill himself uh, uh I, I think one, one of them is dead but i don't think he killed himself yeah i think yeah the one the the light-skinned dude killed himself Oh, that's oh, I can't. I can't make a joke about that. That's shitty. Oh, but yeah, yeah. You think he would have faked it like he did his whole career? <laughs> I can make that joke. There you go, Xavier. To God, thank you very much. He says, "I want to ask you guys. Some idiot tried to tell me that Snipes ruined Blade for a generation, and Ali will be better." That well, Xavier, to God, idiot. Yeah, as you know, he's already an idiot, so don't listen to him. But how the hell? Is some blind fanboy going to say, based on a line of dialogue, he's going to be the better Blade? No. See the movie, then you can have the argument. But Blade was not ruined by Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes made Blade accessible to the world. Not just a generation of whatever, because you met some snarky pisshat on the internet that wants to think they're so smarter than you, or so much smarter than you are, whoop-de-doo. Well, guess what? Wesley Snipes is still played to so many people. It was a trilogy. We like to forget. Okay, let me rephrase that. Society likes to just forget everything. But Marvel wants you to think that the comic book movie starts and stops with the MCU. And they forgot that 10 years prior, there was a little film called Blade. And 
well, it changed everything. And Wesley Snipes is the most important guy actor-wise to all of this shit because he's the guy that proved it would work for Marvel. So you can't underestimate his importance and you can't throw him under the bus. I don't know what else to say about it. Okay, yeah, so I'm... I looked up Millie Vanilli here and the dude's yeah. been dead for a really long time. Uh, second thing is he actually shared the birthday with my dad. Well, not oh. the actual day. Uh, and third, he his death was ruled accidental. So he accidentally offed himself. So he did fake off himself just like he faked singing. Damn. All out. I just think of the early 90s and man. Really and he was suck. a kraut. So there you go. They were German? He was. The other guy was French. So the French and the Germans <coughs> got together to, you know, fake being musicians, which is weird because typically they do not have a positive history together. <laughs> Oh, Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the Rain is an okay song. Yeah, by the people that actually sang it, probably. Said, obviously. You know, I'm not saying, hey, they did a great job. You know, The people who actually sang it did a great job. Yeah, they, they, they danced really great while the other people sang. Well, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not giving them the credit. You know, Give the real people the credit. But it's still an okay song. Blame it on the Rain, yeah. Didn't like the real people that sang tried to like, didn't they like have like a weird thing where like they tried to be like actually have an actual career and Millie Vanilli actually tried to have their own career where they like sang their own shit and it was just yeah because I think that's how they got caught was the, horrific. the people who were actually doing the vocals you know they didn't get they didn't get any credit for the Grammy and so that's what that's how they got caught was you well, know, they got you caught because that track to... kept skipping on him. When they yeah. were like, girl, you know it's true. That thing got stuck on, like the tracks, you know, started skipping, and it it did not work out well. Girl, you know it's Ashley Simpson, really. She did it too, and she blamed it on acid reflux. Did she? So far. Yeah, yep. dude. Saturday for Saturday Night Live, like she was supposed to sing, and she came out, and her song started playing, and everything like that, and. The vocals started coming on, but she hadn't started singing yet. And so, like, they hurried up and cut it off, and she started doing this, like, weird dance thing. And then the vocals kicked in again or something weird like that. And then they immediately just cut it all, and she ran off stage. And they were like, oh, yeah. So, uh, apparently, she had some kind of, like, acid reflux problem, and that's what happened. It's like, acid reflux doesn't make you, like, not sing, but, you know, your voice is being heard. Like, it doesn't turn you into a ventriloquist. It was one of the funnier explanations I've ever heard of for getting caught lip syncing. I, I'm sorry. I had to mute the mic for a minute and re-watch Millie Vanilli. <laughs> I just watched the clip. Yeah, oh the dude God. just like immediately panics and runs off stage. Yeah. It's just like a beat-by-beat -beat article. July 1989. July 21st, 1989. It's just got point-by-points. Hmm. How many people were stripped of a Grammy? Uh... I'm assuming everyone that was involved. I'm guessing just Millie Vanilli because I don't know of anybody else that was high enough profile. I mean, there might be some low profile people that have been, you know, stripped of Grammys, but like I can't think of anybody that's like relatively high profile individual that I well, doesn't, the, doesn't the label get a Grammy too whenever an artist wins one? Uh, <laughs> that I don't know. I'm assuming they probably follow the same thing as like Oscar rule, you know, rules. Like if your movie. Like, if you win Best Picture, like, 
everybody like involved for the most part gets one unless you're Tyler Perry then you just get one for yourself because you're just such a great contributor <laughs> to you know everything um but I would guess they would probably get like a little Grammy statue thing that's like hey you pr- you, you produced this song and it won a Grammy congratulations <laughs> it's kind of like the like how like the locker room staff gets a fucking Super Bowl ring they do right. yeah yeah yeah, dude, like pretty much. No, dude, like the players get a ring, all the coaches get a ring, like people that work for the organization typically get rings. Get a ring. Can Laddie get a ring? Any, uh, if he's involved in the day to day operations of the team and they win, yes. All right, Laddie, you heard it here. That's how you're going to get your ring, brother. Yeah, because I know, like, I think 52 people can get their name on the Stanley Cup but they have to like actually be directly involved with the team. Cause there was a story about how some dude just put his dad's name on it for funsies and they eventually had to strike it out. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. Well, it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Ray Finkel got a ring. He did. He did. He had an AFC champions ring and it was missing one like little stone. And that's why, uh, you know, Ace had to go around looking at dicks and getting punched in the face. Oh, come on. That's a fun movie. That is actually a really fun movie. They're remaking that? I'm sure they are. What aren't they remaking? That's an accurate statement. That's another accurate statement. They're not... They're they're not making good shit either. We're at a cultural standstill. That's where we're at. It's kind of disappointing as a... Like we're in the prime of our lives in quotations, and it's just like everything has come to a standstill entertainment wise. Dude, I think you're right though. They should just remake bad movies because how much worse can it get? What's the worst? Okay, they, the film. they should remake It's Pat. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. About I, that now it, I feel like nowadays that one might be like, you know, picketed on Twitter. They should do like a, a hard gritty reboot. So like, Pat is like some gritty? kind of non-binary like fucking like vigilante or something like that. And she's like going around like stopping robberies and other horrible shit because that actually might be kind of entertaining. Yeah. Yes, to everything you just said. Out of him, then he gets dumped off of a bridge or something. Mm. You know, I could. Act, you like know what? Payback. That actually might be a very good reboot remake of a movie if we if you make it's Pat, but it's. It's just like a vigilante version. Fucking Hans Who is it? Who the, is uh, it? The music. Dude, I know how the fucking trailer ends. It's like you, uh, this guy's in this room scared, and all of a sudden he hears a knock on the door. A thud, a thud. Who is it? Who is it? And then it's Pat, and then boom, gun blast coming soon. <laughs> to a yeah. theater near I've been you. looking for you. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Just go fucking get what's her name to play It's Pat again, too, except for she's like a gritty vigilante. Uh, shit, what was her name? Julia Sweeney. Yeah, Julia Sweeney. I was hoping we get Meryl Streep. Or sister. I'm the last thing you're going to see. Yeah. I'd watch So, we we got a fun game, and then we're going to talk about something that's not necessarily too fun. So, first off, Adam Walford, thank you. He says, okay, fuck, Mary, kill, Black Cat, Psylocke, or Tigra? Ooh. Um, uh, Fuck... Psylocke, Mary Black Cat, Kelsey. Uh, 
I don't really I'm not familiar with any of those, so I'm gonna say kill the third one, uh fuck the second one, and marry the first one. Good call. I will well, this is hard because it's like Black Cat has the bad luck powers and she's a criminal and probably going to screw you over. So I'm going to fuck her, marry Psylocke, and kill Tiger because it's weird. Also, we'll see, who would you here, like to play? Huh? Here's the thing. If you marry Black Cat and she's got the bad luck powers, then you could just go around betting people and just make sure she's with you because you're going to win. Be like, yeah, I think this team's going to win. And he says, nah, man, this team's going to win. And be like, well, I'll even give you 20 points. Well, yeah, dude, that'd be fine. And your team's going to win in a blowout because she'll curse him. Now, oh shit, and she's her. So yeah, that's kind of a good. Will she play ball though? I'm well, sure she would. She probably was gonna go into business for herself. So just, just fuck her. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with my original plan. Also, who would you like to play them in a live action movie? Uh, um, I'm gonna stick with Olivia Munn as Psylocke because she looks pretty damn good as Psylocke. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, looked, I don't agree with that. She, she it was spot fantastic. on. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Halle Berry for all three. Uh, really? I don't know. I'm just fucking throwing shit out here at this point. I have no idea I mean, who I'd want to play at this point. Uh, who should play? I'll, I'll go with um, who's going to play Black Cat? Alexandria Daddario. Oh, yeah. Alexandria Daddario. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe I want to marry her now. Uh, No. I'll stick with my plan or my original plan. Also, you wanted a number seven and a number 13, Adam Wofford. You got it, my friend. So here is your number seven right here. Wrong! And here is your number 13. Be excellent to each other. Rarely get that one. Yeah, good Thank words you, to end by. Yeah. Good words to end a YouTube video by. Hmm. Jeff Stark, thank you very much. And now, folks, we're going to get back to the show in a second. He says, hey, Jeff, I got all my books and swag. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Well, Jeff Stark, thank you very much. Uh, I once received a very kind message on Instagram and uh, was inspired to start a lot of stuff. So thank you, Jeff Stark. Now, you guys want to look at something uh, beautiful or ugly? Beautiful, preferably. Well, joke's on you. You don't have a choice. Oh, well, thanks for asking. I just thought so, man. Happy birthday, buddy. Love you. Appreciate so, on a scale of 1 to 10, how terrible was Jared Leto's Joker in Suicide Squad? 10 being the worst, 1 being the best possible. Oh, That's a solid eight. 8. A solid 8, Kendo? All right, Kendo's a 10 out of 10. He's the worst. I'm going to go. He's pretty bad, too. Have you seen the other design for Jared Leto's Joker? Uh, is it the one with him, the long hair that ended up in the Snyder Cut? Nope. Well, I can't wait to be wanting to throw up. All right, so <clears throat> folks, be sure you're looking at the camera right now. This is, uh, so let me give a little bit of a preface. So allegedly, there's an air cut of Suicide Squad, which I guess I must have missed that confirmation. Or is this just images of a proto version of the Joker? I don't know. Uh, I don't care about David I. Ayer's Suicide Squad. What I do care about is David Ayer's and the watch and his other work. So I think he's a talented filmmaker. Dude, just get over Suicide Squad and run into something else because it sucked. It will suck. Snyder's cut is still the same as the other cut. It's the same movie. 
Um, didn't get much better. So we had Jared Leto's Joker, and it was terrible. But it could have looked even worse. So what's the opposite of Ellen DeGeneres with fronts? Whatever the hell this is. Oh, what do you think of that one, guys? What? Ouch. That, uh... Um... Yeah, I kind of want to go and pray. So his yeah, eyebrows go with that. Was fucking ridiculous. What do you mean? That looks like Ellen DeGeneres after a bender. It kind of does. I didn't realize Jared Leto. He looks like he got his shit beaten like in a Fight Club. That's what he looks like. Here. Yeah, this is what uh, he looks like. He fucking passed. A frat party just drew on his ass with marker. Instead of a dick, they drew a tear and a joker smile. Yeah. It's like, this will be funny. It's like, yeah, you're doing it wrong, but okay. You ain't going to wake up happy. So this is obviously very different from the one we got before. In my opinion, it's still somehow worse. It's like, guys, this is the worst joker I've ever seen. Yeah, but have you seen the other version of it? No? Oh, shit. And this is it. This looks like if Rob Zombie reimagined the Joker. The Joker just looks like... That's a really good point. I bet you Rob Zombie's Joker would actually look way cooler than this one. I don't know. I don't know about that, but this this, this looks so bad. Yeah, it it reminds me of what's his nuts from House of a Thousand Corpses. This looks like if you explained to a five year old who had no idea what the Joker looked like, and then they drew him. Like, why eyebrows? That's the thing that's making me laugh. Yeah. Why are you Why are you putting drawn on eyebrows? Why are his teeth black? That's also an extremely good question. I'm still like trying to figure out why there's like the. the crazy fucking sharpie mouth like outline thing going on. I don't get what they like. Are they trying to be edgy? Is that what all of this is? Yeah, it's it's when your parents get a hold of something and try to make it cool. Yeah, I think this is like they're uh, they're yeah. I was gonna say this is like them sitting there going, "We need to make this thing look like fucking cool and like something. We we need to own this ourselves." Yeah, no, you did, and nobody likes it. It's stupid. No, I don't know when or if this will ever come out, but let's see what the audience thinks about this. Um, Shit-eating grin. He's half-related to Batman Returns. Penguin, says Garrick the Taylor. I like that one. Uh, it looks stupid, says Snake Eyes. Uh, much worse is Dr. Coffin Nails. Allergic Reaction Joker, says Cosmic Vader. Zach Z says it looks more like the clown from Spawn. Ronald yeah. McJoker, says Breadman Productions. Uh, Odd Man Out says, looks like he had a makeout session with a huge chocolate cake. Uh, and Hunter Dvorak says, the only cut I want is the four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith. I would watch a four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith, would you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I probably would. It's a world I don't mind getting lost in, the Star Wars prequels. It's not my favorite version of Star Wars, but I'm not unhappy when I'm there. It'd probably be just like watching the Clone Wars, but really drawn out TV show, so... Yeah, bring it on, man. Looks like Roseanne and Joker cosplay says primer. That's kind of mean. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Riddick says still trash as fuck. It is indeed. Oh my god. Uh, 
David Ayer, you're a talented filmmaker, but man, no more Suicide Squad. So have you guys heard about the Disney um, troubles? Which ones? So apparently Disney stock didn't do too well because Disney Plus didn't do too well and people are nervous behind the scenes. I love to report on a giant possibly falling because after years and years of all their fuckery, yeah, it's nice to hear them, you know, some kind of, sometimes struggle. Yeah, I mean, it's what we've wanted to see, especially with all the shady shit they've got going on where they try to champion themselves as this <clears throat> wonderful family company that just wants to celebrate diversity and all these other things while, you know, giving money and celebrating in a country that keeps people in concentration camps. Yep. This is so great. I mean, it's it's gonna help that you have these movies that are fucking on your platform and you got to pay $30 to, to watch it once. Oh, God, on top of your subscription service. Yeah. It's it, it's such a great model, guys. I love it so much. Yeah, no, it sounds like it's a model that is designed to... One, it's designed out of greed. And two, um, kind of design sounds like it's designed to fail. So let's hope that some of the people are waking up to it finally. No, they won't. People will blindly buy in for a while at least. <sighs> yeah, that's bound to happen. Let's, but there's always that hope. A new hope, if you will. Ah. Now, have you guys heard about YouTube removing the like button today? No. Oh, I did not hear about that. Oh, okay, well, let me pull up an image for the audience and we'll start talking about that. Enlighten us. Yeah, I will. So... Everyone knows that we always ask you to like and subscribe, comment on the videos. But um, apparently YouTube does not want that anymore. So let's share this. Of course, they have some bullshit reasons. We'll talk about that in just a moment. So there's the like. YouTube is beginning to roll out an update that will remove the number of dislikes a video has from public view in an effort to curb in her harassment and dislike brigadeering. Oh, for uh, the company announced on Wednesday. Sorry. Dislike brigading. I can't read. In a blog, YouTube detailed the methodology behind their research and ultimate decision to remove the dislike count on videos. Earlier this year, YouTube began experimenting with removing the dislike count and says it found that users were less likely to target a video's dislike button and ramp up the count. YouTube added that the dislike attacks also disproportionately impact smaller content creators and channels that are just getting their start. Yeah, those small channels like NBC and Universal, yeah. Wild, Disney, all of them. You know, those are the small yeah. content creators that we have to protect, correct? Right, correct. Oh, yeah. uh, it's an internet tale as old as time. Give a user a way to upload or download content, and eventually someone will find themselves the target of people who join it. Wow, whatever. This is bullshit. I think the button should have stayed. What's yeah, the you got to protect, those, gotta protect those, uh, those big channels, man. You know, you blame it on harassment, but no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, you know, crack down on channels that are farming views or buying views or, you know, channels that are actually weaponizing their fan bases. No, 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 we're gonna get rid of the fucking dislike button. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. That'll fucking do it. Yeah, I, I, it, it sounds like Susan's trying to run interference for somebody right now and uh, <coughs> carry some water. 
why aren't we allowed to dislike stuff nowadays if you have a dissenting opinion you're just a hater it's like everybody wants to live in their own fucking retarded bubbles of like nothing but positivity to the point where it's like that's not realistic no it's awesome well, to be positive then, you know don't be fantastical about it yeah you know and people can you know say shit on youtube you know and now they want to make it difficult for the super popular youtubers to be held accountable for anything you know so you know they can say and do something ridiculous they can <clears throat> piss off their fan base they can get busted for trying to sell gambling sites to their kid audiences but god forbid the fan the fans have some way of making them you know accountable for what they do and but no let's let's get rid of it because we don't want them to be harassed oh yeah okay yeah remember like you'd always hear you know t- people like the the counter the counter argument to like you know pampering everybody and every kid gets a trophy is like well once they get up they'll find out how how it works in the real world it seems like they're trying to turn the real world into that weird fucking everybody gets a trophy you know such a positive experience type of weird fucking dystopian society that they want us to have and i don't like that i don't think it's that they just want to make more money you know you can't you can't um you can't push the algorithm for the huger channels if they're getting fucking ratio to death, you know, and you can't, if you're YouTube, you can't put out shitty videos like YouTube rewind when they're just getting downvoted, you know, you blame, well, you blame it on the fans. You say it's harassment. Yeah. yeah. You can make a bunch of shitty videos that are clearly just clickbait and money makers. You know, I, you know, I don't think they give, you know, and again, you know, any, any type of societal morality, they don't give a shit about. They just want to make, it easier and and make it to where they can make money with a lot less effort. You know, they don't give a shit about content creators getting downvoted when they're starting out their fucking channels. They get, they're mad about people like Will Smith and Brie Larson and the Paul brothers doing something dumb, saying something dumb and the fans reacting and downvoting them. You know, they're mad about, Hey, let's put out this bullshit. So investors see that we're this family friendly company. So we get more, uh, advertising revenue—that's what they're doing it for. They don't give a shit about you know trophies and all that. They they want they want to make as much money hand over fist as they possibly fucking can, and this just tries to stack the deck in their in their favor. Well, it's funny you say that about like the smaller channels and getting downvoted into oblivion. Um, I've noticed that like smaller channels typically don't get downvoted into oblivion if they're whatever they have on there. Like if their video sucks, people typically just don't watch it. And the only right. time I ever see like small channels, like with like small, not a whole bunch of subscribers being downloaded to, into oblivion, it's usually like people that have like sports clips on their videos. And you know, this, like if you go to like look up UFC, whatever, you know, fight between so and so and so and so, and somebody's on there, it's like full highlights, full match, blah, blah, blah. And it's like that weird fucking like hyper zoom to where you really can't see what's going on. Yep. Those will get downloaded into oblivion. Or if you like try to look up like Champions League highlights and it's like some dude with like still images from the match with like this really shitty fucking Eastern European <coughs> techno music playing on the background, those will get downvoted. And I've participated in downvoting those because I'm like, fuck this guy's shitty video and your house music sucks ass. Fuck you. So those are the ones that I've only ever noticed being downvoted into oblivion that are small channels. So this this doesn't make a whole lot of sense if that's their argument is trying to help the smaller content creators. No, that's well plus it sounds the other like they're thing trying to run interference. Right. Absolutely. And the other thing too about downvoting is that's how you that's really the, that was the only way to get the algorithm to stop 
suggesting you bullshit from the channels that they're pushing. So, you know, for me, if I was getting fucking suggested uh Jake Paul video or one of those other goofy motherfuckers and it popped up in my recommended, I'd click on it and download it. Be like, yo, don't send me this shit. I don't want to watch that. Or if it's someone that, you know, did or said something really fucked up and it got fucking recommended to me still, I'd be like, yeah, sure, click on it, download it, and then close it out. But that yeah. was that that's the only way you have as a YouTube user to to not get force fed what YouTube wants you to watch. Yeah, so dude, you, it's you, a... you get rid of that, they can they can send you whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, dude, whatever it's the same the thing. Is like whenever you're listening to Spotify or you know Amazon Music or something, and you're streaming music, and Journey comes on, and you fucking downvote it because you're like, "Fuck Journey, I don't want to listen to that shit." And mm, then right. it just tells that's it just tells the algorithm or the system that's randomly playing music. He doesn't like that. We're not playing that anymore. Here's more CCR. Exactly. They would both get a thumbs down from me. Well, it's because you have bad taste in 50% of what you just said. <laughs> I don't even know how to take that. Uh, no, it's I'm, I'm all about, I hate to say it like this, but we are living in that dystopia. And... All the sci-fi that I grew up not really liking because it wasn't, you know, exciting like Star Wars, which is space fantasy. We kind of live it. It's really depressing. We're not to the sentient robots yet, but all the other shit, like it's like Black Mirror. Black Mirror was, hey, this is going to be five <laughs> years into the future. That's kind of what it is. Yeah, could yeah. be. Trust us. We know what you want to look at. Yeah, we know what you'll like. It's kind of like the Vince McMahon syndrome. Here's here's oh, what yeah. you're gonna like, regardless of how you feel. I'm gonna keep pushing that out there. It's such good shit, though. So they say. Now, speaking of shit, have you guys heard about the new Grand Theft Auto uh, remastered trilogy? Heard no. that it's happening. Yeah, I didn't hear anything specific about it. If there's anything new. Yeah. So it came out today. Oh. And people are not that happy with it because it's kind of unfinished. So the graphics, I played it myself this morning. I played San Andreas. I was happy because the the cheat codes are still the exact same buttons from the PS2. So I turned it on, I went, hold on a second. I remember how to fucking spawn the airplane. Cool. It worked. I had some fun with it, but it is a little weird to play. And apparently. And some of the other games, it's just um, like unfinished. And I just wanted to bring this up because gaming keeps reaching the point where we're getting charged through the nose for super new shit or old shit in this case. And it's just not complete. It's not done. And it's not acceptable that this is the case. I mean, yeah, every no game is perfect, but I don't remember this shit. This is supposed to be a remaster. It wasn't even the original one like this. But right. have you guys... Um, <clears throat> played any other remastered games that you thought were better than the originals um, uh, better than the original i mean <clears throat> huh that car just fell through into a lake and landed on the street and made 966 dollars that's pretty fucking <laughs> that's, crazy. that's a shitty fucking taxi ride price if you're if you get into a cab and his ass drives up a hill through into a lake and you fall down onto the street level and you're expected to pay him $966, you need to really you know, question some decisions you're making. Hey, you're, you're in the matrix at that point. Yeah, the best, 
the best one I saw was the guy stole a taxi cab, clicked on the fucking taxi driver mode, and then the guy he stole the taxi from became his passenger. <laughs> like, All right, that's amazing. But as you can see, like the PS2 game looked better than the new one. Like the PS2, yeah, it's not. It doesn't have the same fidelity. It's not as crisp, but the people look. I don't know, more natural in the world they've created. This lady looks coked out and uncomfortable. <laughs> she looks like she sh- she's seen some shit, Dion. Wait, that's a lady in the top? That's for damn sure. That's a lady in the top. That's your date. Oof. Now I know why there wouldn't be a second one. <coughs> yeah, what the fuck is on screen is right. That is uh, that is the Grand Theft Auto Remaster Dr. Coffinales for $60. <sighs> You too Jesus. can get Rockstar's newest uh, contribution. No thanks. I will save my money. Oh, this is the this is the best one though, because uh, it's like, oh yeah, just a crappy face, not a big deal. I don't really care. Well, they didn't even redo the fucking models of the body. Like, look at this guy's neck and shoulders. Damn, dude. This seems like it's nothing but a fucking cash grab to explain why they haven't put out a Grand Theft Auto 6. It's like, hey, guys, you love Grand Theft Auto 5, don't you? And you're like, yeah, I did six years ago. You still love it, don't you? Okay. Well, here you go. We've remastered these Grand Theft Auto games. Would you like to play them? I guess. All right, great. Give us $60. Oh, oh, okay. And then you go home and play it, and this is what you fucking get. I'm okay that I'm on Game Pass, but if I did pay sixty, I'd be fucking pissed. Because it's yeah, it's still San Andreas, my favorite game, but there are certain things that just aren't acceptable. Right, and this is clearly one of them. Yeah, I just feel like we're stuck. We really are in this cultural standstill, entertainment-wise, and it just sucks every time something that's supposed to be new comes out, and it's just a, a you know empty cash grab. And Kendo, would you like to guess why Grand Theft Auto 6 will probably never get released? Uh, because of Twitter? No, because Grand Theft Auto 5 sold 5 more million copies, or 5 million more copies recently. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. That's what, 5 million times? How much are they, are they selling it for $20 now, or is it still like 40 bucks or 50 bucks? Still full. Fuck. So yeah, so sixty dollars times five million or five million. You do the math. Ooh, Neuromancer says Blade Runner is always and will be superior to Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know about that shit. I, 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 I think he was the guy that was just screaming <clears throat> about the virtues of Journey in the channel. So clearly, he's zero for two in the opinion category. Uh, what is that one song? That distant. Whatever, someday love will find you. That journey song's fine. I kind of like that one. The one that's yeah, in well, Tron Legacy. Yeah, keep cranking on your big wheel in the sky and keeping it turning. Fuck you, There's Steve no Perry. place that I'd rather be, yeah. Yeah, I can think of a lot of places I'd rather be, and none of them is in fucking Born and Raised in South Detroit. Fuck those songs. I hate Journey. Fuck Journey. I, too, would take a midnight train going anywhere. Yeah. Happy trails, Hans. Journey sucks. <laughs> Dion, I'm sad we didn't go see Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, no, we'll just say that for the next one. It's it's epic. So let's 
Oh, folks, by the way, I'm going to get the login for Twitch, and I'm going to be streaming some of this Grand Theft Auto San Andreas uh, fuckery, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, we'll have fun. I also, I don't intend to play the game fairly. I like to fuck around in Grand Theft Auto, so if you want to watch me blow up people and, I don't know, probably steal <clears throat> a tank, turn off the cops, go take the tank into the woods, blow up shit, drive off a mountain... Yeah, subscribe to Twi uh, WCVS Twitch channel and uh, be prepared for some Grand Theft Auto fun. I know you're going to like it. So now let's see what is up with the audience because we've had a lot of people join us. Uh, so Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, I heard for rumors on No Way Home that Elf and Spider-Man theme will be in it and that you will see Dustin's or Dunst's MJ at the end with Toby's daughter. Mm. What? I don't even know what... That just seems like wish fulfillment. Like, guys, we've had movies where, like, the old actors come back and cameo for a couple minutes. I We'll get more. I'm convinced we'll get more Batman, Michael Keaton Batman, and the Flash kids than we'll get any at all multiple Spider-Mans in the movie. Academy Award winner Tyler Perry, thank you very much, says, every time I receive an Oscar, Medea gets one, too. Well, I'm glad that you got an Oscar for, you know, best dumb shit for the last decade. And not for making film, which is what you should be getting one for, asshole. Uh, Xavier to God, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, I hate that YouTube comment system now because I can't say certain words to dumb or annoying people and type what I really want to say because it won't be. <clears throat> hmm, they're taking away our ability to post and comment, huh? Yeah, I'm not a fan of how YouTube's handling. Uh, we're technically in this window of small content creators that would be protected. It's like people really don't do these coordinated attacks on all this shit. It's usually just bad entertainment. Uh, Star Wars, the, the High Republic, those got downvoted into oblivion because it's a fucking rock called Geode. What a dumb character. Ram Jamaram, not a good character name. Great Button, not a great character name. Jamaram! That's a terrible character it, name. It is. But, Xavier to God, I agree with you. Um, or not, I agree not about agreeing with you. I just, I'm, I'm frustrated alongside of you, if that makes sense. I don't want to say I'm frustrated with you. That makes it sound like, you know, he did something wrong. Yeah, or it sounds like, you know, Two nerdy college kids on a Friday night. Uh, there were more than two of us back in the day. Hmm. Somebody in the chat's asking if there's a better heel than Rick Rude. He says, name a better heel than Rick Rude. Oh. Damn, that's a good that's, I mean, I don't know, dude, because I can't see you getting away with spray painting your, uh, your current feuds wife's face on your tights these days and getting away with it um i mean the only one i could possibly think is a better heel is rick flair but even then there's yeah there are just so many classic rick rude heel moments you know it's just uh it's tough yeah i he's got to be the only one that's in the same conversation yeah, I mean, in, in terms of like '80s heels, like yeah, it's definitely Rick Rude. Because I don't know if that guy was ever a face. I can't think that his character would ever lend itself to being like that. Um, 
Better heels than Rick. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of some people that just fucking drew massive heat for the right reasons. And outside I mean, of like you know, MJF of nowadays. Yeah, they, Slaughter were good heels. Um, I, I wouldn't I say Slaughter was drawing heat for the right reasons, though. I mean, that was just a cheap fucking heat thing to stoke uh, the fires of the whole Gulf conflict. Um, it worked, though. It did work. It did work. Um, I think Muhammad Hassan was drawing some fucking ma- nuclear ass heat for a while there. Yeah, but, but he kind of blew. Yeah, he sucked. It. Like, he, yeah, as a wrestler, he sucked. His gimmick was, I don't know if poorly timed or greatly timed is how you would describe that one. Just because, oh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'd say yeah. If we have, if we had to put the pantheon, like if we had to do our own Mount Rushmore of like great heels, uh, Rude has to be on it. He has to be because for sure. I mean, I know Jake, it's not a pop. I was gonna say Jake Roberts, which should have been on there too, because he was a fantastic oh, yeah. heel wrestler too. Absolutely. Like, and the funny thing is, like when we talk about Ric Flair with the, our Ric Flair, Rick Rude with the spray painted like of the of the guy's wife uh, on his tights, it's Jake's wife too. Because yeah. he was, a, he, was a, he was going through a face run at the time, so that was uh, definitely those two. But I don't know, man. Rude definitely is up there. Mister Perfect was a great heel. Yep. Uh, the, the narcissist, uh, the gimmick would Lex have been Luger? amazing. Yeah, that would have ama- that would have been a great heel gimmick if Lex Luger didn't have like zero personality. I know this isn't popular to say in most wrestling circles, but I still would throw Triple H up there because he was so unlikable. He had like at times go away heat, but he just I hated him. Like when people say like you would pay to watch him get his ass beat, that's something I agreed with because it was so satisfying to watch him lose at WrestleMania each year and all that bullshit yep. he pulled. Yeah. And then <clears throat> And then I found it funny, too, because it's like when he would go for these reigns of terrors, then he would get injured, and then they would just stop naturally. It's like the universe's way of saying, no, Triple H, calm the fuck down. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I like him as a heel. Not as a face, yeah. though. He gets, he sucks in DX as a face. Yeah. No, yeah. For sure. Face, 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 face DX was not. See, the problem with like DX, like, they were technically faces during, like, the 90s because they were feuding with, like, the actual heel group of the, the, the Nation of Domination. But then, like, when they reformed them and they were, like, the good guys, it's like, that doesn't work because, like, the entire gimmick was you were rebelling against, you know, authority and, you know, being assholes. It doesn't work when you're like, hey, guys, cheer us because we're rebelling against the authority and we're acting like cheeky assholes. It's like, no, it was funnier when you did it before. Now, Mycroft Holmes on screen says, so if we're in a cultural impasse, how do we break out of it? I wanted to address this one because this is an excellent question. We just make new stuff. We go out there and we take five minutes to try to look at something else that we haven't seen. I'm We're all guilty of, oh, I'm going to watch a movie. I could check out something new. I'll just watch a rerun of Batman on HBO or this or that. <clears throat> yeah. But the cultural standstill, you can obviously vote for it with your wallet in many ways. But not supporting reboots and remakes would help. Because if those things all fail across the board then Hollywood will stop because they do listen. 
if Ghostbusters 2016 was a success at the box office, they would have gone forward with more female Ghostbusters films or any of these female-led or gender-rebooted or swapped or all this other stuff. If those were successful, they'd keep making them. But they nerf all of these properties with them. So just it doesn't even matter if there's an ideology you don't agree with. If there's a remake or a reboot, those are the ones that really should die. Because how many times do I need to see the Jungle Book retold? How many times do I need to see George of the Jungle? I'll stop using Jungle examples. How many times do I need to see, I don't know, don't remake Clash of the Titans. Don't fucking touch, uh, I don't know, the thing. Like There's just so many pointless remakes. If we got past that, think of it like this. You have to make a movie. There will be a movie in that slot. It'll be something different, something original. If it's not a remake or a reboot, it could be great, it could be terrible, but at least it's something else. And that is how I think you get past a lot of it. Yeah, add to that making entertainment and not caring what Twitter says about it. Agreed. Like, like just saying, this is what I want to make, and I don't give a shit if people on social media are upset and it hurts their fee-fees. Now, Primer, thank you very much for your super generous super chases. In my opinion, YouTube removed the dislike button because the White House and CNN videos were getting downvoted hard. That They're trying to true. protect Biden and dinosaur media by suppressing any indication that people disapprove of them. Yeah. Yeah, the, they, they were definitely, like, anything Brian Stelter puts on, like, YouTube, like, CNN puts him on there. Like, I mean, that guy gets about as many views as we do, and he's on fucking mainstream national, like, 24-hour news. He gets fucking driven hard down, too. So I can see that because they have definitely been running some interference and some protection. Why not just let the people's voices be heard? All right. Hmm. That's the shit that pisses me off. There's no in a in a perfect system they would just fix the other problem, not not let people approve or disapprove. Telling you know not letting us see the thumbs up and thumbs down doesn't fix the actual problem. That's yeah. that's my issue. Why don't they ever want to fix the problem? Instead of, Didn't um, Netflix start that shit with like that Amy Schumer fucking stand up special that yep. was awful that yep. got downvoted downvoted to hell and they were like oh we got to take away the the thumbs up and the thumbs down. To, or no, it was the star rating. That's what it was. Yep. And they switched to just straight thumbs up and thumbs down because they're like, yep. oh, we can't we can't let Amy Schumer get zero stars because her comedy special sucks and she's not funny. No. We have to alter a billion-dollar corporation's entire – like Rotten Tomatoes was altered for Captain Marvel. True. Yep. It's like all these, profe- these, these high-level victims, and what I'm using, using air quotes here, but – these companies, these, the government, whatever you want to say, they're just like dying on the hill for these movements. It's weird. Yeah. Like it. it used to be like if you received criticism and it was like a lot of it, you would say, okay, so what am I doing wrong and what are people not liking? Like if people like came to our like videos and like just shit on us in the comments and it was like legitimate stuff not just like you guys suck because you don't like star wars i'm like i mean i'm not gonna take that one seriously but like if they actually hit me with something constructive i might be like huh okay maybe we can try to improve that or i'd be like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about but you know at least that's what you're supposed to do with like constructive criticism or like if your shit's not landing and you're not your your jokes aren't landing or your content's not landing or people are tuning out, you go, why is that happening? What can I do to fix it? That's the way it's supposed to work. It's all about self-improvement. I agree. And 
cutting yourselves out from that kind of stuff is detrimental to your growth. Well, you know, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but as we barrel towards whatever future, uh, it's going to be just flanked with shit like this all the time to protect assholes. Uh, Space Monkey 0899, thank you very much. New Cortana model looks awful in Halo Infinite. Space Monkey 0899, that is true. Well, I agree with you. But I was really upset by the fucking open world possibility of Halo. Halo used to have all these unique level designs and cool... Uh, you go all over. I hate open world gaming uh, in first person because it's not as... I don't know, the scale's not as epic to me. And plus, after eight years of Grand Theft Auto V, open world games are kind of uh, not in my good graces anymore. Red Dead Redemption 2 was awesome, but I didn't get yeah. deep enough into that game to really appreciate it like you guys did. Yeah, I got too deep into that game to where I haven't even finished the story mode yet and I'm burnt out. I'm just oh. like... I'm like, I've just because I spent most of my I would spend like three days just riding around trying to find legendary animals to kill just to get all the like the trinkets. And then I literally spent a week going through riding around in my free time trying to find like iguanas and other shit so I could get like all the different satchel bags and everything like that. It's like I yeah, I I invested far too much time in all the open worldness of that to where I got to the point where like man, I'm like 90% completed on the storyline. Do I even feel, want to feel like finishing it? No, let's go try to catch that fucking big fish by the by the bridge. Six hours later, fuck, I don't want to play this game anymore. I it's been years since I've touched it, and it's a great game. I just it's an amazing. I have game. too many games, I guess. Yeah, it, it's a fantastic game. It's one of those games. It's like you always sit there and you say, "Man, I wish there was more to do in this game," and then they give you far too much to do, and you're like, "God, there's just fucking too much to do in this game." Well, that's why Rockstar, you think they're going to pull back for GTA 6 and then de uh, develop a lesser featured game and then it's going to turn people off? No, they're just going to fucking reskin GTA 5 for the next console and be like, hey guys, remember GTA 5 and how much you loved it? Well, here it is again on the Xbox Series fucking blow me. And you're like, oh, great. I can't wait to play this on PS12. That's what I always wanted. The same fucking story of Michael, Trevor, and Franklin. Yeah, it was awesome once. We've included a new mission where you guys can rob another jewelry store. Oh my god, what a way to spend seventy dollars! Rockstar, get your shit together. Uh, but Space Monkey eight nine nine, thank you very much. Uh, Bree uh, Brayer two four seven I says the best heel is clearly Tully Blanchard. He was hated by everyone, including other wrestlers. <laughs> that is actually a true statement, Tully. Totally had heat with the fans and the boys backstage. I think the only person he didn't actually have any like real heat with was maybe Arn Anderson, but even then, I think he kind of did. <clears throat> Do head away, that's for damn sure. Yeah. That well, speaking of that, like his daughter, Tessa, has found a way to have heat with every fucking wrestling promotion to the point where none of them will give her a job. I heard that. I mean, that's that that one is definitely her fault. The shit oh, she was pulling was like, you not want a job? Yeah, that was all on her. Uh, Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, I heard that Electro is yellow because he became overcharged and went Super Saiyan. In the comic, Electro just wears a yellow suit. In the spectacular Spider-Man, he is, uh, what is he? 
he is like yellowish because he does just get struck by the the eels in the fucking Kurt Connor lab. That's what happens in that cartoon. And then Jamie Foxx's Electro is blue. But there's yeah. that weird comic book version where he becomes a ball of energy, and I don't like that one. Dion, are you an Electro fan? I am. I am, mainly because, you know, he's just so goddamn wacky. You know, and then obviously for the uh, Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro game for PlayStation 1, I fucking love that game. And, you know, the, the end, he become you know becomes supercharged, pure energy, and you got to beat his ass. I never finished that game. You know that it's censored, right? Censored how? The original ending of that game takes place on the World Trade Center. And oh, they when obviously 9-11 happened, they went back and altered it. But yeah, right. that's how that game is supposed to end. Or maybe the original release ends like that and they went back and changed it. But, Damn. Yeah. I think they just like cut a few lines of dialogue out and basic little things like that. But the level is pretty much identical. Uh, and finally, our friend Samurai Vader says Xenoblade DE is a remaster better than the OG. I I was not aware of that. I don't think I've ever played any of the Xenoblade games. Have you? I have, no. Mm-mm. No. Not my cup of tea. I feel like Hillary would play those. Oh, yeah, at 100%. Well, guys, uh, we got the show started a little late, but it is pretty late, so we're going to have to cut this one short. Is there anything you guys want to say before we go? Free, yeah, yeah. Yeah, free that guy. Those Him are my too. Final word. Yeah. So, folks, from all of us here on the channel, thank you for watching. I'll be back next time. Oh, hold on, we got another super chat. Xavier to God. Thank you very much. He says, "Oh, Jeff, in the animated series, he was Super Soldier, and I have the Tom DeFalco Spider-Man guide since I was a kid." Oh, well, Xavier to God. Then you and I have the same book. That was. Christmas 2001, my mom bought me that book. It was funny. She's like, oh, I got you a Guinness Book of World Records. I know you already have one. I'll return it. And then she's like, but you can at least open the wrapping. And it was that Spider-Man book. And I was like, oh, it's so cool. And so in my original book, you can see where I would draw. Like I would put a piece of paper on the page next to a drawing and I would use the book as like backing, but I wasn't trying to trace the picture. So you can actually see like the pen indents of like my old drawings in my book. So I got a new copy years down the road, but for anyone out there that has never read it, you guys got to check it out. If you want to learn about Spider-Man or there's one on X-Men, there's also one on Batman as well as Superman, but these DK publishing books that were these ultimate visual guides, they were awesome. And the Spider-Man one taught me so much about the character and they keep updating it. The initial book ends with ultimate Spider-Man being released the year before in 2000. And the movie hadn't been released yet. So later editions, I'm pretty sure, add the movie. But uh, no matter what version you get, you're going to enjoy the book. So uh, Xavier to God, I'm glad you got it. Darian217, thank you very much. He says, uh, what's your take on the latest round of WWE cuts, Nia Jax, etc.? Wait, Nia Jax got fired? Wait, yeah, yeah, know that? yeah, she got cut. <clears throat> she was part of that last round of like massive cuts because her name was super- – that was like – there was a few that were sort of surprising. Hers was like the most surprising because I thought she was Teflon due to her who her cousin is. But um, yeah, no, she got the axe. Uh, probably just to save on insurance money. Well, her whole, her whole. Um, yeah. We'll always have that. 
Somebody said she should have been fired years ago. I agree with that statement. Oh, 100%. She was definitely not ready for prime time. There's she should have got so fired when many... she broke fucking Lynch's nose. Oh, God. Well, is that a blessing in, in disguise, though? I mean, that yeah, fucking that's really rocketed her fucked, fucked up uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, we got a huge pop from it. It was dope, but yeah, you, know, you launched, can't be fucking major plans. It launched Stone Cold Becky Lynch. True, but we can't we can't expect every accidental nose break to to, to make another star. Right for for every uh, for every Becky accidental nose break, you get Kyrie Sane's head getting gashed open on the mm-hmm. stairs, uh, Alexa Bliss being dumped on her head, Charlotte mm-hmm. being dumped on her head, countless other okay. female wrestlers dumped on. Well, I mean Charlotte getting dumped on her head at this point, you're just like good, but you know. So many other countless female wrestlers dumped on their head. You know, at, at a certain point, you got to be like, look, we're, we're trying to bury the concussion issue and pretend it doesn't happen. We can't literally be having a woman on here giving everybody CTE. Yeah. Well, it's not good for business. Vince only does what's best for business. Sorry, Nia Jax. Yeah. Uh, Bomb Shoes, thank you very much for your super generous super chat. 343 is Disney Star Wars. You get Halo 4, which is nostalgia fest with very little substance. Halo 5 was a systematic destruction of the main character. And Halo 6 is irrelevant because of how bad Halo 5 was. I mean, those are all accurate statements. Yeah. Dude, Halo 4. After Halo 3, it all went to shit for me. No, I did that back. I liked Reach. Yeah, Reach was good. ODST was fun. Yeah, those were really fun. But Halo Five, I can't. I won't download Halo Five. I've heard nothing but terrible things about it's it. It's not fun. It is awful. How's the multiplayer? Uh, actually, I don't ever played the multiplayer on that one. I barely got through the campaign. I don't even think I finished the campaign just because I'm like, I don't fucking like this. That's how I was with Halo Four's campaign. I got two missions in. And I was like, I'll stick with multiplayer though. I was able to grind it out. The multiplayer was pretty fun. I did enjoy the multiplayer on 4, but, dude, I'm one of those people that the first thing I do with Halo is I always try to play the campaign. I enjoy the story. I've read read the Halo books. I'm just – I'm that type of person that these these are – those are the game. They should be aiming this shit at me, and it's like, yo, you're missing because I ain't wanting this. Maybe I should should start Twitch streaming too, and I should start playing Master Chief Collection and going through the Halo saga. Ooh. I'm going to commit to the new one <coughs> in 2022 on Twitch because it comes out, what, December? So it'll be... Yeah. It won't be, it'll be just a few weeks later when I get back from Christmas. I'll start playing some Halo. <sighs> I guess I'll get it too. Just get yourself Game Pass. It's 15 bucks a month. It'll be on there. All right. Uh, I won't. I won't promote it on the channel. This isn't a commercial, but any of my gamer friends, I would tell to get it because it's just got tons of shit. So it's good value. Hmm. But Halo Six, I'm so worried. Like I miss when Halo was its own thing. It used to be, you know, it was ubiquitous. Everybody played it, but it had its own flavor. They're trying to make Halo more like Call of Duty, and I don't like when. Other things try to become derivative and copy the other competition. Let let Call of Duty be Call of Duty. It sells a million copies. So does Halo. Like it has two different audiences, right? Uh, but thank you, Bomb Shoes, for that 
Oh, I did download what was that fucking book? Is the Fall of Reach the first Halo book? Because I did um, I don't know if it's the first one, but it's one of the better ones. Well, instead of me asking which it is, I'll just tell you which one I downloaded because it was fun. I mean, I'm most of the way through it. I enjoy it. I love yeah. Halo. I want to yeah. get more of the toys. <laughs> R.I.P. Red Team, man. They did not do too good. Mm. I'm a boy blue. Oh, I did get the J. Trader Harsakar book, though. So There you go. Yeah, oh, yeah, playing that one awesome. Now, Xavier to God, thank you very much again for your generous, generous super chat. He says, Nia Jax was talk, taking a mental break, and when WWE gave her return schedule, she said she wasn't ready, so they let her go. It was said she was on the chopping block for years, and her injury and her injuring people didn't go unnoticed. Oh, okay. It's, I heard her vaccination status played a role into it as well. But yeah, I, that's what I heard a lot of them were. That, I think that's a, a lot of it's just rumor. So you're saying that the mental health break is the rumor to cover that, or no, no, she was, she was, she, she's confirmed that she told him she was taking a mental health break, and like a week later they canned her ass, or no, they told her to be at TV, and she was just like, but I'm on a break, and then they canned her ass. She's on vacation. Yeah. Huh? Oh, Dion, you were on vacation. I'm glad you. Uh... You were here, buddy. It was an awesome Damn time. Right. WWE, though, if they keep doing some of these uh, big roster cuts like this, I know JR recently said, oh, it's not the end of your wrestling career if you don't want it to be. Maybe AEW will pick you up. But WWE has a lot of talent, like too much talent. Like you can't just – other companies can't pick them up because all they're going to do is look like the WWE. They don't want their leftovers. Well, yeah, because that's part of the problem WWE had is they were just stockpiling talent. They're like raiding every indie wrestler they could because it's like we just want to keep uh, AEW from getting them. And then they realized they had too fucking many people and nothing to do with any of them. So then they've had to systematically release them. And then AEW has been like cherry picking the scraps. And it's like and like every time there's like a wave of cuts or like, oh, this per- AEW should get this person. AEW should get this person. It's like. You know, if they do that, they're going to run into the same fucking problem. They're not going to have enough TV time for all these people. And then they're just going to have to release a bunch of them. Um, oh, so speaking of wrestling, tomorrow WrestleMania tickets go on sale. Yeah. Dion, are we going to go? Yeah, yeah. I dig right. it. Well, cool. That's that's something we'll talk about off air. I'll get up early and take care of that. Uh, Nia Jax, though, I don't think she'll ever show up in AEW. She wasn't talented at all. She looks like she wrestles in a plastic bag, and unless she's going to scream my hole for two hours, no one's going to give a fuck. Correct. Do you think the WWE is going to sell? No. Well, I mean, I think eventually they might. Because that 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 rumor has been bandied about for the last couple of years. AEW selling or not AEW? WWE is going to sell to. Uh, Disney, and I'm just like, eh. it's one of those things you could see it happening, but anytime soon is probably not. That would require Vince to give up control, and that guy's such a fucking sociopath that there's no way he's going to give up control of his company till he's dead. He'll never die. That's well, also possibly true. All right, so 
folks, thank you for joining us tonight. It was an abbreviated show, but it was a lot of fun. And uh, we'll be back. on. We're going to do some extra stuff on Sunday. So from all of us here on the channel, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? My name is Jeff. <laughs>